What's up, Jabroniacs? Hey, this podcast is on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network, and I just want to tell you, we have a bunch of other awesome shows, like Head Place. Head Place is a guided meditation podcast, completely improvised and live scored by Matt Cutler and Eric Gerson. I love these guys. They release three to five new meditations each week. Both alleviate stress and make you laugh. I mean, what more do you want? Stress and laughing. Great. Well, the stress is not good. But anyway, hey, keep up to date on the latest episodes via at HeadPlacePod on Instagram. Listen to it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts like the Comedians of Wrestling. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe. Yeah, <laughs> baby. I am the gayest straight dude walking this planet, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy, a.k.a. the modern day goof Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee, yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl, she's mine, and uh, 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 hum, 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 damn, she's fine. Happy Valentine's Day, Jabroniacs. We are here in studio with another week of hot, hot wrestling action. Uh, before we get into it, remember, we got the cash-in feature on the show. You can get your opinion on the show. Leave us a voicemail at... Hold on. 316-530-2429-316-530-2429. Yeah. Hey. Let's get into it. You ready to get into it, Newman? Nancy yeah, Newman. Yeah, how about it? What up? Our guest, we got an amazing guest on this podcast this week. I'm very pumped. From the Mask Man podcast, great podcast, co-host, and writer of Bleacher Report. Anything else? Uh, just a regular cool guy. And a super, super cool guy. Chill dude. And my friend, Mr. Dave Schilling. What up? What's up, man? Wow, I didn't know I was on the morning zoo. Yeah, you are. Wow, this is like, <laughs> are we going to have to stop for uh, for a break for like commercials here or something? Absolutely. Here, You want to hear a commercial? Yeah, please. This is hot garbage. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, you want to hear another commercial? Yeah, please. Guys, let's put, put this in perspective. These are huge men. That's, that's Michael <laughs> this Cole. This week we're sponsored by huge men. <laughs> that's Michael Cole's commercial for big guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I oh I got stuff to talk about about Michael Cole this week. Anyway, Shilling, thanks for coming in. Of course. This is a real pleasure. Yeah. And uh, 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 all right. Got a question for you. Ooh. About your wrestling fandom. Okie dokie. Would you consider yourself... A mark or a smark? Or, uh, and where are you on that spectrum? This is an important distinction to make because a lot of people just say, oh, you're, you're, a, um, you know, you're a mark because uh, you don't know that wrestling's fake. Well, everyone knows wrestling's fake. So you can't, you can't uh, define the mark as someone who thinks that wrestling's real because you'd have to be a complete moron. 
Right. Wrestling is real. Which, to be fair, a lot of wrestling fans. Okay. Right. Hey. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. This yeah. is a safe space. It's not. He he called them sweat hogs last week. He's going at them <laughs> Rick Rude style on a constant basis. I you have know? no problem with uh, some discreet healing. That's great. I, I appreciate it. But a mark today, in my opinion, is someone who gets really worked up about who wins and who loses. Right. Their favorites. Like, I have favorites. I love Sasha Banks. I love Finn Balor. I love, uh, you know, a lot of uh, wrestlers like that. You know, Rusev. The, the, the favorites of the internet. But if Finn Balor loses to John Cena, I'm not going to go on a message board and say how this is terrible and they're burying him and this is he should be the champion right now. Like, that's just not... If you were a wrestling uh, writer, if you were a producer, if you were an agent, you would know why these results are happening. And all of us here, well, most of us here, know people who work for WWE who who understand how the wrestling industry, the business works. So if if you can divorce yourself from your favorites and say, the wins and losses don't matter, it's a story. Right. Then you're you're smart. Because you get that it's not that big of a fucking deal. Who takes a pinfall? Absolutely. I mean, also you can lose to a guy like John Cena. It's a, it, like yeah. you can also recognize that it's a big deal that you get to wrestle John Cena in the main event of Monday Night Raw. You know, uh, to, yeah, absolutely. But you're consider- you're still saying that in your opinion, like marks are people who are they still know it's. Everybody knows it's fake. Everyone knows it's fake. So your new level of mark is someone who's mad about. Uh, power, like power levels of wrestlers? Someone who is so invested in their favorites that they can't just enjoy the show. Okay. That so, sounds a so, lot like so, a smark. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the lines are blurred because I'm so yeah. confused about the term of Mark Smark. Like, uh, Dan St. Germain, he calls me the markiest wrestling fan he knows, and I wear that with a badge of honor. I looked at the dirt sheets today because uh, I was just, like, ahead of watching, and um, I hated it. I read, uh, I, I read, uh, and that doesn't mean I don't like wrestling articles. I love over-analysis of wrestling. It's the best. There should be more wrestling articles. But I read articles like, here's what's W, here's, like, backstage information about what WWE is thinking for, for Mania 34. And then I'm like, oh, if this happens, it's just spoiled these matches for me. When, like, this week I was having so much fun watching Raw being like, where, like, where's this, where's this card going to land? That doesn't make you a mark. What does that make me? I don't know what I am. What am I? You're someone who enjoys watching wrestling. Yes, I love it. There's nothing wrong with enjoying (laughs) the product. So many people go into a Raw or SmackDown or a pay-per-view and are just like, ah, my my favorite wrestler isn't booked in the main event, and they get all indignant about it. Like, right. let it go. Get a life. Like Rosenberg says, with a life. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think um, it's hard, it is hard to have a life with the amount of wrestling that is on, <laughs> the constant barrage of wrestling content. That's why I don't watch certain things. Like? Like I don't watch. Live? I don't watch every week of two hundred five live. I don't watch every week of NXT. I still haven't watched uh, the uh, like one of the takeovers from the last three months right. or something. Like I can't watch everything. Well, the trick about NXT is that if you just pop into those takeovers, meaning like you pop into the quarterly meeting of NXT, right? Uh, that's probably the best way to consume NXT. That's honestly, enough. You don't need to watch this the the show because the stories are so simple. And you understand the heel babyface dynamic, right? And where these things are going, you don't you don't need to have all of the just like ephemera of NXT 
Plus, it's really about the in-ring product as opposed to the uh, the elaborate stories and the histrionics of promos and that kind of thing. That's not important to NXT. It's right. the in-ring ma- matches. Yeah, like I pop in quarterly and check out Aleister Black at a takeover. And every time I'm like, ooh, this guy. He's really yeah, good. Yeah, baby. Yeah. It's, like, it's like being into college basketball, right? Yeah. Most people Just who like. March Madness. Yeah, you tune in for March Madness. If, you're a, if you like baseball, you maybe like keep track of your minor league team for your favorite team when there's a prospect that's interesting. But you're not sitting around watching every Durham Bulls baseball game. <laughs> It yeah, doesn't I mean, fucking matter. Yeah, 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 it's that's that's it's still real to me. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Level. All, All right. right, let's pay, let's uh, parlay into my next uh, uh, question, which it's Valentine's Day. Oh, by the way, it's uh, Happy Valentine's Day to my wife. You guys give a Happy Valentine's Day to your ladies, even though this is airing. This will be airing. This is coming out the day after Valentine's Day, where you've already. Got your Valentine's Day porkings in. You're smiling. The porkings. Your porkings in. You're, you're smiling ear to ear. Wow, that night felt like old times. That's you. You're on the subway going to your shit job. Uh, think about all the great sex you'll get a year Next from year, now. Yeah. <laughs> 364 <laughs> days later. Oh man, all my opinions come from married with children. There's no uh, <laughs> way your wife listens to this show. My wife doesn't actually to prove it to you. Yeah, my wife does. She'll listen. Uh, she listens to the beginning. She likes the intro. So my wife, she did a she did a version of the intro off the top of her head when we were just at home. Uh, so I'm gonna play that for her as a Valentine's Day treat. You ready? Ding 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 ding. Welcome to the Media the Wrestling Podcast with your host Adugufa Raja, aka. Danny Blackamora, a.k.a. Dagoofa Raja. <laughs> baby, baby, gaba, 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 wee, gaba, wee. The girl is mine. And... Damn, she's fine. That's it. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. yeah. When you guys get into <laughs> Yeah, sorry. It's okay. I love that drop. <laughs> you guys get intimate when you're getting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me close my eyes. Imagine 10 years ago. Imagine. <laughs> sweaty. In the back seat of your Prius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. In the drive-thru. It gets me hot when I know I'm saving at the pump. At Del Taco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're thinking about getting a hand job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever go into that just to get your wife really randy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She would lay in there, and I'll just be like, you, you start cutting damn, a- <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> you start cutting a promo on your wife to get yeah. her horny? Yeah, yeah. At first, oh, I go, look, baby, baby, hold on. I'm, I'm having trouble getting hard. Just give me a second. I turn around. This, this never happens. And I go, <laughs> I'm like, it's Rusev Day. We have to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this show is being derailed. That's okay. We'll get it back on track with this. Okay, uh, the official bell. No, but so my question for you is: It's Valentine's Day, and we invented this new hashtag, gay, gay fabe, which is uh, you know, at, at which wrestler as a as a I know you're straight male and you, you have a beautiful wife and a child, but which male wrestler are you like? Ooh, yeah. First of all, I have no problem answering this question. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Yeah. Be- I, I know you're a cool guy. I'm yeah, cool, I'm a fucking cool guy. Cool, comfortable guy. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've had thoughts before. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I've been, I've considered it. I've, I've 
good fantasies. <laughs> um, I know it's going to be. In terms of who is the hottest boy in yeah. WWE right now? Yo, I got my crush. It's Finn Balor, no question. Okay, yeah. That guy's dreamy as fuck. He's a great choice. I knew yeah. you would choose great Finn because you're a massive Finn mark. Those Huge abs, those eyes, baby, baby, gobble <laughs> I, I get it. Now, he does his entrance, his big, like, 40-minute entrance. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which, like, they have to book around the entrance. Like, right. how are we going to figure out a way to get him to do it even though he should be mad? Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy wants to fight, but he needs to throw his arms in the air and pose. But the, the big, the money shot of his entrance is when he leans on the ropes and sticks his dick in front of the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he knows what and the his, ladies yeah, yeah. and the boys want to see. Yeah, and he posts that that pose on Instagram all the time. Yeah. The guy is just, like, a total slut. Yeah, with yeah, his yeah. Fucking, with his Scott Steiner showing out of his fucking shorts. Big oh, Papa yeah. Pump? The yeah, big Papa Pump. He's got the yeah. <laughs> Freakzilla? <laughs> Yeah. Um, the guy has uh, no well, shame. Well, actually, uh, a little trivia is that Scott Steiner, his bicep is actually a testicle. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was shaped on. Yeah, they yeah, moved no. <laughs> it from his nutsack into yeah. his arm. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, yeah. Much, that much juice. He's like, I don't need these anymore. Just put these in my arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but... Uh, he, uh, 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 the you know Shinsuke does the come at my dick. The, yeah. the move I call come, come at my <laughs> come at my dick. You know what do you call the Finn Balor? Uh, you know the one is it's one's concave and one's a convex. You know right. sure. <laughs> it's like what do you, yeah what do you call that? Just that's like, called the um, the oof. the sausage roll baby. <laughs> this, yeah, it's locked in the sausage roll. The Penis presentation. <laughs> okay. Finn. Anyway. The $5 foot long from <laughs> Finn's Subway. Finn, Finn is Baller? It's oh. too sweet. Um, okay. So, right, so we're saying, where are we going with this Mania t- uh, thir- t- 34? Yeah, what year is this? I don't even, They stopped counting. <laughs> so I have to like think back and remember what number. It I'm is. the same age as WrestleMania. That's Me, why I'm I, close. I always know what it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm always like, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so who who did so the main event of Raw? So I thought Raw was great this week. It did was. you guys dig it? Yeah, I, I was in. Man, I was having a blast. We were talking about it outside. I I I thought it was great. I think the main event. Uh, look, if you're gonna have a fatal five way match with the, with that caliber of talent in the ring, and it has stakes, mm-hmm. right? Like you're like it gives you a change. It's a potential headlining spot at WrestleMania. You know you're gonna have like a, a main event that the crowd is hot for. But let me ask you this question: Yeah, when you looked at the lineup, did you ever in your mind think that it was gonna be anybody besides Seth Rollins or Finn Balor? Yeah, it's the deletion chamber. Yeah. It's going to be Matt Hardy. It's going to be Broken Matt. You really are a mark. <laughs> Good God. You never know with Broken Matt. Who was in the match again? It was uh, deletion. It was <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Right? It was Finn. It was Rollins. And who was the last? Uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no yeah. Man, that's... Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews. Oh, well, oh yeah, that I almost, say. almost said Terry Crews. Terry. <laughs> that's what they're going for, man. That's uh, hitting the tightest brand. And then when uh, Finn Balor ex- like exposes his crotch, he's like, "Hey, 
don't do that. And then accuses him of sexual harassment. Do you, so, uh, <laughs> well, he did the penis presentation. That's right. And well, he's like, no, don't do that. You know what? I mean, not to be like all PC, but like, you know the penis presentation's coming, so it's up to you to leave the room. <laughs> you don't have to tune in, okay? <laughs> uh, but, but so I would say that... Um, yeah, Apollo Crews. Actually, I got kind of worked. There was one moment, one false finish, where I thought Apollo Crews oh, might win. God. Mark, 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 Mark. Mark. Uh, but I th- the, the reason I think that, I was like, because whoever's going to win would already be in the chamber, so it doesn't really matter if you give it to Crews. It could, it I guess, boost him a little no bit. No matter who wins, they're a jabroni in the match. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, so Rollins and Finn, they get the double pin, uh, which was just like on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page. We got a Facebook group where you talk about wrestling four in the morning. And on that, <laughs> on, on the group, Rollins was, I think, the thing talked about the most this week. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, what do you do with him at Mania? And then they right away, I was like, oh, look at this. He comes out and he gets in this match. I'm like, we got so worked. Of course, they have a plan for him. And then he gets the double pin with. Finn, and you're like, where are they going? Here's the thing. I don't know if uh, we're allowed to talk about dirt sheet rumors. No, we are. Yeah. We, are we are. Sports Illustrated, uh, their wrestling guy. Oh, yeah. He said. Just thinking about that swimsuit edition. <laughs> so hot, man. The, the men's swimsuit so, edition. You put that sausage roll back, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Think about the Rousey swimsuit edition. Oh, stop it. So choice. All right, There's too going. many dudes in this room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to, you're, love, you're about I, to make the swamp, man. Yeah. Be careful. Well, about that swamp. What did I say? What did yeah. I say? You, were, you know what you said. What did I say? What do you mean? What do you? You're like you're like uh, uh, fantasizing about the fucking oh, yeah. swimsuit edition oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> out loud oh, on yeah. the air. Sick monster. I was saying I don't care about it though. It was sarcasm. Okay, okay, okay. Sarcasm. sarcasm. So I've never seen him. I honestly never saw. <laughs> You've him. never seen one before. I never saw the Rousey one. Oh, I mean, I I, I like I, the ones where it's the the couples. You know what I mean? And you're like these guys fuck. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like this one. It's it's Tiger Woods and his wife, and they fuck. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, that's how Dan approaches all couples. He's Is just like, oh, these guys. They Fuck. <laughs> is it swampy? I love it because when they fuck, you know, they're just like, damn, she's fine. <laughs> so it's supposedly uh, a situation at WrestleMania where they want to do a mixed tag team match with right. Rousey, a partner to be named later against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. And I, I have a list. I have the list. That's one of something I saw, which was the potential partner. This list. is what I mean. Yeah. So the potential partner list starts with The Rock. Yeah. Which is going to be difficult for them to pull off because right. he has contractual obligations that do not necessarily allow him to wrestle when he's filming. A right, movie. and is the flamethrower a foreign object? It, I don't. I cannot imagine how he got away with blowing up that <laughs> flamethrower cannon thing. Yeah. Uh, then Kurt Angle would be Plan B. Hmm. Plan C is Shane McMahon. Yeah, and the lowly Plan D in the fourth spot is Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yeah, ah. I saw that. Why not have it be Seth Rollins? I mean, I'd I, rather Seth Rollins than any of those guys. Yeah, me too. I mean, I guess then you're technically getting Triple H Rollins again in, in, a weird, in a weird way. They still hate each other, right? Yeah, they never sure. had the, the rematch. Do you guys think Seth Rollins is cursed from the heist of the century? Do you think there's a karma element here? No, I he think stole he stole Reigns' big finish. <laughs> He's cursed because he ended Sting's career yeah. with the buckle bomb. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I love Seth Rollins, but and I hate Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Sting. <laughs> Fuck Sting. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I think that Seth Rollins would benefit more than anybody else. The match is already big enough. Seth- Stephanie McMahon wrestles once every ten years. Right. Triple H wrestles once or twice a year. 
and Ronda Rousey has never wrestled in WWE before. Right. This is her first match. So who gives a shit who her partner is? Dan, you could be her partner. I would love it. We would dance till the moon came up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you mean a wrestling She's partner? She's so fine. <laughs> you, <Woo! laughs> I, I, you mean a wrestling partner. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was thinking of... Jinder Mahal could be her partner. <laughs> Who gives a no, shit? No, you're right. Anyway, I mean... It's a big match. Yeah. If I was a partner, it'd be great. Yeah, sure. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to be you know playing Ricky Morton and, and, and being the baby face in peril. But uh, should we know, start a hashtag? Get this going to be put get, Dan Black in hashtag Dan for Mania. Get no, it trending. I mean, yeah, that's a cool thing to do with Rollins. It's, it is like on well, we, Rollins had on paper he had kind of a bad year in wrestling. His face turned did not pan out the way that anyone wanted oh. it to go. Burn it down was a complete. I mean, it was a failure because they didn't explain it, so I never knew what it was. Well, he burned down the uh, warehouse in that commercial. Right, yeah. for, for 2K18. Is that, right? a, is that a kayfabe commercial? Is that in storyline? That's what I said. People uh, on the Facebook page, community wrestling page, before in the morning, I, 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 on the page, I was like, isn't that burn it down just refer to that commercial where he like picks up Kurt Angle's boot, right? Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. that? He's like burning down that like storage facility. Also, isn't that the biggest heel move of all time? Like, oh, yeah. Here's Art. all these artifacts from uh, WWE legends across the decades yeah. and this motherfucker is gonna burn it to the ground burn it down. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Ar- arson is a total heel move yeah well i mean randy orton did it too and he got <laughs> he got cheered for for months from that oh yeah yeah i mean so uh, yeah randy orton he destroyed that house the ha- a house of horror you yeah. know he destroyed that he knocked over the fridge i heard he didn't even come back to lift it back up and uh yeah i mean he burned down sister abigail's i don't know her little hut Grave. that poor yeah that poor fridge like all yeah. that baloney spoiled <laughs> Oh, man. But Rollins, remember, I think the burn it down thing is referring to this moment, which is a sound drop I play on the show all the time. With the should have known better, dude. Remember that Triple H moment? He sat down. He had an interview with someone. I don't know. You know, the whatever. The, maybe the Miz. I don't think it was Miz. I think it was like Renee. It was like someone like more innocuous or whatever. And she, and he was like being like, yeah, it like dawned on me that like beca- being the face of the, you know, Triple H's stooge was like morally reprehensible. And like, it was like, what are you fucking? are you talking about yeah come and on, then man. triple h wasn't even around triple see triple h in my opinion ruins everything like he's amazing and creative i, I i'm a, i'm like excited to see what he does i'm a fan of nxt but this thing of him popping in for a couple of matches and really affecting storyline like when he put kevin owens over and then disappears it hurts the talent it made no sense, and it was never followed up upon. It's the same thing here, where it's like, oh, I'm the Kingslayer, but if you're a Kingslayer, and it just means like, oh, you're he's just off TV. You beat him one time. You beat him yeah. one time. That's yeah. it. And then Triple H. Now he lost to he lost at Mania to Reigns. Yep. He lost at Mania to Rollins. And then well, he beat Sting. He beat Sting with a sledgehammer <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the NDX and the NWO's help. And um, what was his match before that? At uh, WrestleMania 30. Oh, Daniel, he lost to Daniel Bryan. Yep. He's not a threat. Yeah, he's not he, a, beat, he beat 50-year-old Sting. Right, and I'm not someone who thinks, like, I, I, I don't get into the thing of, like, oh, he can't be a threat. Like, same thing, like, John Cena's always going to be, like, John Cena. But if you're not around, you're not in the picture at all, and you pop in, it's like, all right, man. Like, every time you come back... You've, you've, you're, you're we know what the, the point book. is. Right. We know the point is that he's there to put somebody over. Right. So, anyway, wh- what do you think? Who's getting the chamber spot? That was my original question. Rollins, Finn, you said something really interesting before we recorded. Well, no, they're they're both 
going to be in the match, and they probably are going to have to share a pod. <laughs> that, that is so awesome. That gets me super hard. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the question. Are they going to have to be in the pod uh, head to foot? I'll tell you or what. are they going to be like <laughs> no. a sandwich? Or how's that going to work? <laughs> ass to ass? No, they're going to be making out until they end. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be going at it. I love this is it. the yeah. most erotic show I've ever yeah. been. Well, it's Valentine's Day. We're recording, and uh, things are getting hot. We've got, you know all I mean? got boners. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody would be if anybody would be mad if they just made out. For like thirty minutes, literally no one, oh no one would be mad. Can you imagine if they were like getting ready in the pod, like, like the, they had like a mirror, and like Rollins is like doing his hair, and Finn's like, "Can I get the mirror?" Like, I, <laughs> He's trying to I, pluck his eyes. Like, well, it has like the plexiglass, right? So it's all like steamed up and shit. <laughs> oh when God. a hand gets pressed against. Can them. you imagine if in kayfabe they booked it where like they have to share a locker room that <laughs> night, like they have to enter at the same time, and they're like, "Get out of my way! I'm walking into <laughs> they're, like, the well, fucking." Couple. They have to. The chamber is is an expensive structure that Love they it. built that they use every year. It has six. I want, I want to live in it. It has what five pods? <laughs> no, six pods because it's yeah. one for each person, and then two guys come out, and then it goes one uh, after the other. Yeah. They are not going to build a seventh pod. Mm-mm. Yeah. So how the fuck is this going to no, work? No, they, they can't, they're not going to build another pod. That the elimination chamber is, yeah. No, they're, they're going to share the pod, which is which is awesome. It's a great idea. I can't wait for that. And the po- the new pods are a little bit bigger. They're boxes instead yeah. of those like weird like half-circle things. Well, they made the new chamber. They used it last year, right? Yeah. They've only used it one time. Mm-hmm. And the new chamber, I remember... Not enjoying that it was like more padded. That annoyed me a little bit. Like I think the outside used to be like a, a like a subway grate. Oh, you, you know want them I mean? to get hurt? Yeah, more? yeah, yeah. I yeah, like yeah. to see them really suffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, th- but then there was something that they made really cool. About- oh, you can get on top of the pods easier, and jumping off of them yeah, is like Dean more Ambrose viable. Did that right. last year. So, um, yeah, always he does the most impressive jumps. He really does. Feet first, he does the pencil. You know, your least ballsy <laughs> friend on the fucking diving board? That's Dean Ambrose. He's like, yo, guys, I'm going to do something crazy. And he jumps on you like, dude, that wasn't, <laughs> that was uh, really He's insane. a lunatic. Come on. He's on the fringe of lunacy. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's move on to uh, this sh- uh, let's talk about Ziggler for a second. No, yeah. if okay. we have to. Yeah, so this is, this is Ziggler's safe zone, okay? Um, obviously, I have a Ziggler bias, which I admit. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, you're you're boys with Ziggler. Yeah, I like Ziggler, but that's okay. We got to be honest here. Um, his entrance was super weird because he well he came back this week. It was super weird because he he opened up SmackDown with or the scratch, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's so a part a, of his gimmick. This is a scratch. This is a record scratch. But record scratches play when music stops. Yeah, there was no music, right? Also, the idea I mean, that there's somebody in a booth. Putting a needle to a record to play Dolph Ziggler's music, right? Then, so, ah! the, yeah, so that right. I don't. It's like a part the, of his new contract. <laughs> it's in the contract. Yeah, you got to have a dude. I need an older gentleman, someone preferably in their seventies, who uh, remembers vinyl, and he's gonna scratch <laughs> a record. And uh, if that doesn't happen, I'm not coming out. Yo, you're just. You know what? You, you just. See you, fourth wall. You just broke down. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's too much behind the scenes. I know. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> kayfabe, kayfabe, kayfabe. Yeah, man. Come on. Keep it fresh, baby. Shame. So, uh, <laughs> um, okay. So, 
okay, so he Ziggler comes out, then he's walking down to the ring with no music, which I love. I love the like I'm like just I'm a wrestler and that's it. I don't care about anything else. But then his music hits yeah. like when he's like ten feet down the ramp and his music starts. But you know what I mean? No like, one's allowed to not have music. That's weird to me because if you're gonna do this gimmick where he's not a sports entertainer, he's a wrestler. No music. Just have him come out in plain tights and wrestle the match. But he's still coming out in the pink and black and like yeah. crazy tights, and he's still doing the show off thing. Yeah, he's here to show the world. Yeah, but but give me the full deal. Don't give me the half measure where you got still he's still got to have his music. Well, I don't know. Yeah, like if you why or if you wanted to drop the record scratch thing, just have him just come out to know his music and then scratch the record. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Do it that way. It, it felt like maybe it was a mess up. Is that possible? That's a mess up. And then they were just like, ah, I love it, brother, some, do it. Some guy Phyllis, like, whatever the Homer Simpson is of the fucking <laughs> tech board, he, like, started snoozing and hit the Ziggler button. Kevin <laughs> like, Dunn spilled Dunn, a yeah. coffee on the, <laughs> on the board. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Don't. Um, yeah, so Ziggler, he signed this new contract, right? So he's back. He didn't acknowledge anything about leaving the belt in the ring, which was weird, right? Yeah. It was very strange. It was almost like they thought about... None of the the consequences, right? Zero of the zero. Well, the justification and all he needed was one sentence. Was just like, yeah, I left that belt because that belt's beneath me. Yeah, and now I'm going right, which is what he his thesis was, right? Yeah. So he's now added into this another fatal fireway, which is is that a symptom of mania? When we get close to mania season, it's time to like shit. We got to jam all (laughs) this talent into stuff. Well, yeah, Uh, I mean, when you don't, when it seems like you don't put a lot of thought into like long term storylines, then you end up all the options. Yeah, yeah, then you end up in like pre mania, and it's like fuck, we have two fatal fiveways, and like right. So it's that's for the belt that match, right? Yeah. So it's a fatal fiveway. Corbin and Ziggler added Sami Zayn, Owens, and AJ in there. Any chance that any of these guys walk away with this belt? No. Mm-mm. No. Absolutely not. The match is set to to tease the match, not even to tease it, to say this is happening at WrestleMania, and then to switch the title for no reason. Right. It's exactly something WWE would do. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Baron Corbin, your new WWE champion. Ugh. You Yo, heard it here first. Ziggler, I mean, Baron Corbin, uh... You know what's weird? I don't hate Baron Corbin. Like he's obviously he was getting cheers. Yeah, he, he, like he. I don't know what what it was about it. I was shocked he clean won over Owens. That was shocking. But um, but that's okay. I'm not marky about it, right? I don't get oh it makes Owens weak. Like no, yeah. Owens will be okay. Thank you. It's fine. Yeah, he lost a 50 year old Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's all right. His life will go on in like one second in a like Santino Morella esque fashion. But uh, it, I know. Something about this Ziggler was on this podcast, and when he was on here, he said he was like, "Tell me another guy who makes you think I might win, like like I do, you know." Or he alluded to that. Not I'm paraphrasing. He said it in a way more slick way than that. And there is a thing where you're like, he just signed this contract, right? He's like very. He completely changed course from being like in the U.S. title picture to like then he to now he's like. In the full-on mania picture, looking for the belt. I mean, he's not in the mania picture, but he's you know in that running. And you're like, what was in that contract to get him to, to come back and be happy? A lot of money. Well, it's a lot of money. <laughs> well, what a foolish it was one, thing to say. 
We got it says one point five mil over two years. Which is shit, that is that directly from Ziggler or is no, that no 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 that, that, that's dirt sheet that's dirt sheet again I did dirt sheets that's a lot week. that's a lot isn't yeah it? it's a great contract for for him he's you know and he deserves it he's great so uh, uh, I'm just like ooh is there any way possible they put him he's never had a uh, an, a singles match at WrestleMania ever in his whole time in his, his career is this that time. I can't see it because AJ Shinsuke match is so locked in. You're saying yeah. you want to see Dolph Ziggler versus Shinsuke Nakamura again at WrestleMania? No, is there any way they turn it into a three-way? Then it's not a singles match. Yeah, it's yeah. not a singles match. I know. That's a terrible idea. It's not going to happen. I, I'm i not anti-Dolph Ziggler, especially because he might be listening to this show and could beat me up. Yeah. But uh, he's not, the, because of the, all the reasons that you listed, that he has just magically appeared in the title picture, it would make no sense. It would be a terrible, terrible booking to do that. Um, but again, yeah. it's WWE. He's winning. It would be terrible. I, I'm just saying that like, it was so specific, yeah. and I feel like normally he is like very much like in this general zone that it was like, oh, and then, yeah, anyway. All right, cool. He's, it's not going to happen, so there's no point in talking about it. All right, let's get into Strowman and Elias. Monday please. Night Braun. Monday Night Brawman. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Broman so, Reigns. Broman, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, well, I mean, what, you know, what what, what, can, what, uh, can, what can you say? I mean, I think uh, that was a great segment. The guy has it all, man. Yeah. So, Braun Strowman, let's, he, so Elias comes out, obviously, with the guitar. Strowman counters him, by, bests him by coming out with a full bass, yeah. playing it like a guitar. Yeah. And I, so I saw the picture of this before I saw it on Raw, and I was like, oh, this is Photoshopped. It's really funny. And I was like, no, this is the actual segment they're doing? Yeah. It's amazing. How do they keep coming up with, like... Funny original things to do with so they're gonna run out of steam, right? At some point, I don't know. I, yeah, I think that he's probably part of it. Right. I think that he has good ideas because he seems like a guy who has a really good sense of humor and doesn't take himself too seriously to the point where he would be like, "No, no, brother, yeah. I'm Braun Strowman. Okay, I don't play the bass. I only beat people up." Yeah, uh, I think that he's a real like he's a trooper, man. Uh, he's trying super hard to get over. I think it's great. Yeah, and he, yeah, it was that like tonally too was like a one eighty for 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 Strowman. Like he didn't even have his like normal voice on. Like he had his regular Adam Scher voice, and he was goofy yeah. and like laughing. And it, I I honestly think that they're like fuck it. If he it, it seems like he can do anything, let's just have him do anything, and it's working. It's like the action Bronson principle. Just put that guy in front of a camera, and it's entertaining. Yeah, I thought the smartest thing about the Strowman segment was that. Uh, he used his regular voice, yeah, because it was like, all right, let's let's br once you start breaking him out of, I just talk like this, like yeah. I'm a monster, and it's like, oh well, no, that he's more three dimensional, and like we said on this podcast, we can tell that he's like a smarter guy. You've met him, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And you could tell he's like a cool he's guy, just right? A cool dude, yeah. right? Uh, it seems to me that they learn th they learn their lesson from guys like the Undertaker and Kane. Where you build up a monster, and then what do you do after they lose a match? What do you do after you realize that you can't just have them squash everybody? They eventually have to develop personalities. They have to have vulnerabilities, and they have to evolve. Right. And, and they're picking a really interesting time to do that with Braun Strowman because it is WrestleMania season. And 
if this didn't work, if it was just like, oh, we threw him out there with a bass guitar and he, had, he sang and he did his regular voice and people thought it sucked, then you kill the character's momentum completely. Yeah. But it worked because the guy can, I guess, do fucking anything. Yeah, and it sounds like he can sing pretty well, too. That was <laughs> yeah. kind of really surprising. Yeah, he, he. I feel like they're planting the seeds for Strowman. Like, I... I I have such high hopes for Strowman as like a. I think he's going to be like a mainstay of this company for a yeah. long time. The the concern I have is they're turning him babyface, and there's only one top babyface in WWE, and his name is the Big Dog Roman Reigns. Yo, by the way, the Big Dog. Just a side thing. Terrible nickname. Ah, 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 One thing I want to say about Elias. So, what what do you think of Elias this week? He entertains me every single week, every every time he does a single thing. He's great. I feel like Elias, he's very, like, deadpan. You notice, yeah. like, how dead in the eyes he is? Yeah. He's you know? so pay, super patient. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing about Elias is that I feel like he uh, is, uh, is uh, wait, well, hold, hold on, guys. What? Who? The door just opened What here. the hell? What is this? Oh, my God. Is, someone's drifting through the room. Oh, my God. What the f- It's Elias. You say his name three times, and he appears as though he is Beetlejuice. Hello. Hey. How's it going? It's it's going better now. What's up, brother? My name is Elias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we know who you are. Yeah, yeah, we get it, man. And I just got one question for you. Who wants to walk with Elias? I, I suppose I, I do. Yeah, I would. You do? I, yeah, I would. I mean, since you're here. You want to walk with me? Yeah, oh, sure. that's good. Where are we going? I asked Batista if I could walk with him. He's like, no, I walk alone. <laughs> so it's cool. That's why I'm asking everyone if they'll walk with me. And I'm kind of nervous because I keep going to these arenas. I'm asking people to walk with me, and a lot of people are walking with me. It looks like we're marching for something, but we're just a bunch of marks oh, walking man. around a city in a really charged time. Know what I mean? They think we're talking. We're for Planned Parenthood or something. You know? Anyway, hold on one sec. Tune it up, tune it up. Oh, yeah, pentatonic scale, baby. There you go. Yeah, I've just hidden the pentatonic scale. That's all you need. Work those magic fingers, brother. Man. This is soulful. This is so good. Yeah. Hey, did you guys like when I played the guitar? Yeah, I love <laughs> that. That was great. Yeah. It was like seeing Springsteen on Broadway. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Not did you guys shitty. Did you guys see Michael Cole's Springsteen reference? When oh, he said yeah, the, they burned down the chicken, man. Yeah. Hey, hold on. You didn't hear it? I got it right here. Hold on. Just blew up the chicken man in Yeah. <laughs> That's from Atlantic City by Bruce Springsteen, a song that not that many people know. Hold on. Hey. Uh, hey. You guys noticed that I'm trying to get... Heal heat out there. You yeah. guys notice what I'm doing? You're performing? not doing a very good job at that, man. Yeah, I, I know. I'm out there and I'm insulting cities. Like this week I said, uh, hey, San Jose, it's the only thing good about it is it's close to San Francisco. And then everyone cheered because I didn't realize most people there were probably from San Francisco. Or they agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. San Jose sucks, man. I think anyone who lives in San Jose would agree. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I'm trying to get heel heat, you know? It's like, I feel like anything I say, people just like it, right? 
I was gonna run some negative stuff by you guys. Some stuff. I'm some things. I'm gonna heel heat things. I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, All workshop right. it, man. And yeah. then uh, you guys tell me if you like it or you're actually mad. I want you to be mad at me. All sure. Right. Yeah, we're here. All for right. That. Cool. All right. Here's an. Hold on. Let me get ready. Okay. Yeah. Tune it up, man. Hey. Hey, man. I think that. David Arquette was the best WCW champion in history. That would work really well. Yeah. People would be like, that is objectively untrue. The best WCW champion of all time is Ron Simmons. You know, I want to be mad at it, though, but his guitar playing is so good. Also, that sweet scarf, the hair. Are you you guys feeling mad? Do you hate me? Do you want to boo me? Do you want to boo? Who wants to boo Elias? I'm still into it, man. Shit. Yeah, I I think you're doing a fantastic job. You're a really likable guy. Okay. All right, what about this? How about this evil thing? I think think Seth Rollins only works as a face. Yeah, I I mean, I I have to. I, again, I. Hold on, I'm not done. Okay, there's a, there's a second part to this? Going oh. back to the deep pentatonic. All right, now I'm done. Well, wait, that was, the, that was the tag of your heel heat? Yeah, thing? everything I say has a guitar riff. They're symbiotic together. I like the guitar. You're, the problem you have is that the guitar is a really cool prop. Shit. Have oh. you thought about like a xylophone or a harmonica? I thought about doing a triangle for a little bit. People would fucking hate that. <laughs> yeah. You know, how about a theremin? Ooh, yeah. A theremin? What is yeah. that? A cold medicine? Yeah. Yes. It's a yeah. cold medicine. Oh, yeah. Who is that wants- why you're so drowsy, brother? I'm always so... You guys see how dead in the eyes I am? I look like that actor from House of Cards. You know what I'm Spacey? talking about? No, not the one who bangs the kids. Hold on. <laughs> That's a heel move. Maybe you should consider yeah, that. I just talked about pedophilia, and you're both smiling. I can't help it. You're, you're both s- smiling. You're so charismatic. Yeah, Damn it. That's All right, how problem. about this? How about this? I think Papa Shango and Yokozuno were good examples of appropriate cultural appropriation. Uh, I mean... Wait, for- hold on. I'm not done. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I keep being right on the verge of being I want, mad. I want to boo you, but then you start laying those licks down. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I mean, as a black man, what did you? How did you feel when I, I mean, said that? I don't really think I agree with with voodoo. <laughs> yeah, I I think voodoo is oh, not something we should like. Disagree. The black arts? No, man. I can't get behind that. Hey, how about this? All right, you'll get angry at this. after this. You're gonna boo the, me out of the building. Okay, yo, I'll I, try. I look uh. forward to you doing this. Okay. I thought that the way that Triple H married Stephanie was an appropriate way to court a woman. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. It sounded like you started to play a Dave Matthews Band <laughs> song here. Hold on, hold on. Let me play this song. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm gonna boo you. Ah, I fucking wait, hate this if shit. I play, wait, you guys don't like if I play Dave Matthews? You no. ruined the whole thing for me. Only the biggest jabronis oh. listen to Dave Matthews yeah. band and Fish. Hold on. You suck. Wait. Oh, this working finally. I'm a bad. You're guy. trash. You guys don't want to walk with Elias. Adult contemporary great. music stinks. <laughs> 
I don't want to walk with Elias. No. And I don't want to trip. I can't believe I used to lie in my grave. I also don't want to trip Billy's with, with Elias. Dave Matthews Band unloaded a bunch of shit from their tour bus and ruined people's lives. You are a disgusting human being. Just looking at you makes me ill. This is a bit, guys. I got exactly what I needed here. I think I'm gonna head out. I just, I just you'll check me out on at the elimination chamber. I'm gonna be tripping billies. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm la- laying my lovers down. You know who I do, man. Uh, Get the fuck out of uh, here! Wait, 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 I have a question, real quick. Do the are the ants that are marching? Are they walking with Elias? People in every direction. Oh God, I'm sorry. Yeah, this yeah, oh, no. yeah. go away. We go away. It. I I know how to be heel play Dave Matthews band. All right. Hey, when I go. Drift away. Drift away. Drift away. Drift away. God, that guy sucked, man. man. I was. For a while, I thought he was pretty cool. So handsome, so charismatic, and yeah. then just a left turn into. Just the most deplorable behavior. Bro rock. Hey, guys, yeah. I just went to take a shit. You missed Elias. Yeah. What I miss? Elias. Elias came here? He was here. Yeah. Elias Nay Sampson. That's unbelievable. All right, hey, that sucks I missed him. Of course, the WWE I'm talking about is the WWE that stands for... All right, looks like he hacked my soundboard here. Uh, All right, He was really adept at using that soundboard for not ever being in the studio before. Yeah, yeah, He's got those magic fingers. Yeah, there's no way it was actually me. All right, uh, let's move on here. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, the Michael Cole chicken man thing was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys know that? Do you know that reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that? I'm black. Of course I don't. (laughs) Yeah, okay. They blew up the chicken man last night. Well, they blew up. It's in Philly last night. It's in Philly. Just blew up the chicken man. What kind of fucking reference for their top star? Yeah. Anyway, unless that's something I don't know, it's not Bruce Springsteen. It's something else, also. No, it's a, it's a double entendre. I'm gonna blow up the Chicken Man with my wife tonight because it's Valentine's oh, Day. Oh yeah, you got it. <laughs> Once right. a year, you blow up the, the Chicken, chicken man, man by buying sushi. That's right, brother, brother, <laughs> yeah. brother, brother. All right, moving on. Okay, so uh, uh, we got a couple things covered. So Miz, I thought Miz cut a great promo this week. Do you think so? When does he not cut a great yeah, promo? Obviously, he cuts a good promo. I think, but the thing about this promo, like last week, he cut a good promo, but it was kind of just like, all right, it was a serviceable promo. His thesis this week was like, hey, Cena, I'm actually a better opponent for Brock Lesnar than you, which I thought was like, he's like, because I'll go where you won't go. He's basically like, because I'm a bad guy and you're yeah. a good guy. Yeah. But it was like really effective to me. I was like, yeah, I, he was convincing me. I was like, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. There's an amount of logic that he employs when he talks that uh, yeah. most wrestlers just, you know, they don't bother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was, I mean, I just thought that was really cool. We'll see where they go. I mean, no chance Miz is winning <laughs> that chamber. No. Um. Yeah. Okay. So here's something I want to talk about. I mean, we were talking a lot about gay stuff uh, on this uh, this podcast, and I'm not sure why this week gay stuff, whatever. But I, I was I was having a conversation this week about Kenny Omega. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I was talking to Matthew Brian Cohen, who was like our new Japan guy. He I was comes hoping on the show. That we would get into this. Yeah. And so he right now has the you know he's separated from the Bullet Club, mm-hmm. um, and he estranged. Ha- Right. Estranged, even though they're fine. The Bullet Club is fine. The Bullet Club is fine, right. Um, but uh, he, 
uh, he has the Golden Lovers gimmick. Yeah. And when you see promos, he's like, yeah, we're maybe like more than friends. Right. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, that's their whole that's the whole history. of right. the Golden Lovers. Yeah. Right. And also there's all I was watching a whole YouTube um, like I went down a whole dip. And like one thing, he has a tweet where he said, like, I don't know what I am. And mm-hmm. a lot of people think that uh, Kenny Omega is bisexual. Yeah. I think that's so awesome. Yeah. Like to have like a, the maybe arguably the best wrestler. And like all the videos I was watching, all the comments were so swampy. Mm-hmm. And you could tell people were actually bothered by the fact that this guy who they invested so hard with buying all his merch. And it's like, no, he is, he's might be a gay man, bisexual, who cares whatever spectrum right. he's on. And uh, uh, like literally, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And I think it's amazing to just like, you know. Yeah. To like to, 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 to like give it to them. Like it was I was in the comment thread I was like this is what's happening here is kind of interesting. Well, to be to okay, so to speak to the importance of him and Coda and this whole storyline. I have a a friend who's bisexual and I was telling her about Kenny Omega because of that and um she like went down this rabbit she's not a wrestling fan. Went down this rabbit hole of like the Golden Was she not Lovers. a wrestling fan? No. This is hot garbage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to change your tune. So uh, she went down this rabbit hole on her own. I was like, check out Kenny Omega. He's the fucking coolest. Uh, and she, like, texts me the other day, apropos of nothing, out of nowhere. She's like, are, are the Golden Lovers back together? So yeah. she was like, in, you know what I mean? So, like, the importance of this kind of thing of, like, bringing other people who would enjoy wrestling into the fold right. because of that type of thing is amazing. And uh, my favorite part was reading people on Twitter when they were the Golden Lovers. People like these like idiots were like, uh, "Why aren't they called like the gold? Why are they called the Golden Lovers? Why aren't they called the Golden Team? Is it because they love titles?" Like, and they they couldn't figure it out. And everyone's right. like, "It'll come to you. Just <laughs> like, pay attention." Because they like to pee on each other. Yeah. Like- uh, no. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. This is this is bigger than wrestling. Yeah. And uh, I think it's one of the reasons why he is so hesitant to go to WWE. Right. Is this whole storyline would never be done in America. It, it's so awesome. It's like, can you... The, and, and another reason I bring this up is that I was w- listening to a podcast. I was listening maybe... I don't know. Maybe... Like, I was listening to a clip, like a YouTube clip that was maybe from Conan's podcast, and they were talking about Omega, and they were like, he's better off in New Japan, and blah, 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 and, and just being like, we don't know if he's good enough to be in WWE, and I'm just like, guys, this guy has the goods to yeah. be like the top guy in WWE. Like, I understand like Okada might be like a question, because he doesn't speak the language, even like Shinsuke, there's like some barriers there. Um, there's other talents in, in New Japan where you're like, I'm not totally sure. Kenny Omega right. gets wrestling on such a deep level. He's such a crazy good entertainer. Like, there shouldn't be any question. He should come to, and we should all want him in WWE because of how high he can elevate this sport. And this is just another example yeah. of how a guy, he's not at all, he's not at all like frightened by the stigma of that. He has so much to lose. You but know? He has everything to gain. Right. Because professional wrestling has suffered since the Attitude Era. Because they basically burned down everything. They scorched earth all of the possible. Sorry, I couldn't help it. That was <laughs> no, a- you should. I knew that was a, I knew a that- setup for something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, my you bad. Know, they, 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 they burned through every single you know crazy, shocking angle they could when the Attitude Era was going on. Right. Everybody knows wrestling's fake. There are no mainstream stars in wrestling anymore. What's going to get people's attention? Not necessarily Ronda Rousey wrestling. Like, okay, great. She's a, a UFC fighter who bottomed out, lost her last two fights, and 
people were kind of not caring anymore. You got her right. at like the lowest point in her career. Right. So there's a ceiling for that. But what would be a bigger storyline in wrestling, in mainstream pop culture, than a gay, bisexual, questioning, queer world champion? Yeah. yeah. That has real-world implications. Absolutely. That is something that everyone would be interested in. It's like what, like how like the music of wrestling. It's you still see. You're like, oh, Papa Roach is doing the 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 scene, the exactly. music, and you're like, this is all stuck in some kind of time capsule. And you're like, guys, like, just being first off, just being like gay or bisexual is like the tip of the iceberg on social progress. Right. And we haven't, they haven't even cracked that. In they had like Darren Young who got released. Yeah, yeah. I they, mean, yeah, they, they said it was cool for a year. They kept him on the roster or whatever, but like he got released, right? Like, if you the guy who's undeniably the best wrestler in the company, and he's the complete opposite of Stone Cold. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he's not he's a, not toxic masculinity. He's a guy who's embracing like who he actually. That's that's next level. That's where this product should go. Every single time there's a boom in wrestling, the top guy and the and the product mirrors what's happening in society. If it's Hulk Hogan yes. in the Reagan era being 100%. The, the patriotic, uh, squeaky clean hero who beats the foreign villains, to Stone Cold Steve Austin in the 90s when people were very much anti-authority and kind of, you know, like South Park was a big thing and Howard Stern was a big thing. and So Stone Cold played into that. Wrestling hasn't been able to capture the zeitgeist since then. Mm. Sure, The Rock is like the biggest star wrestling ever produced, but he wasn't a, a touchstone on the level of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He wasn't a character like Stone Cold Steve Austin. The only person in wrestling who could do that is Kenny Omega. Yeah. Because Kenny Omega represents something that's going on in the world. And to ignore that and to continue telling the same five stories over and over again in wrestling is just a recipe for it to only be as so popular. Right. And to continue being a niche product absolutely and don't you think it's i totally agree 100 percent. lock that opinion in don't you agree that it's crazy for anyone ex-wrestler conan whatever to not see that this guy is like a mega talent like that's crazy to me anybody who says that he's not uh the the best wrestler in terms of the total package in the world right now is completely wrong right okada is probably a better worker in ring worker but Kenny Omega has more charisma. He has more crossover potential. Right. Uh, he has a better understanding of his own character and the way to book himself. I mean, he's practically like guiding his character through all these stories himself. Right. Gato has a role to play in it, but he's able to do the stuff on being in the elite, to do stuff in you know Ring of Honor, New Japan crossover shows, and and, and to have a world unto himself. I mean, he's he's next level for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. I and I I will keep buying his merchandise. Like I will support this guy and I get people want him to stay in New Japan. I get it, but like to me this guy is like he picks up where like Chris Jericho left off to me or something. Like it's But like, he's bigger than Chris Jericho. Yeah, but I, that's what I mean like where whenever Jericho was wherever he stopped, he's like Yeah, cuz he yeah. gets next there. Anyway. Jericho definitely has Tomato, the ability tomorrow. to evolve his character and stuff, but he's never going to go to the lengths that Kenny will. No. Because I, no. I don't think anybody loves wrestling as much as Kenny Omega does. Right. You know, and I think that that's what's coming through is like he just truly loves this art form. Yeah. And it's undeniable. 
Um, cool. All right, let's move on. I think we proved our point there. Everyone's sold, and they agree with us 100%. Good. <laughs> all right, uh, it's in the Bible. Okay, so... Uh, all right, let's just... We covered all the main stuff. We'll just kind of plow through a couple of smaller things. Are they doing an Alexa Bliss face turn? There's no way that she can be an effective heel when Ronda Rousey and Charlotte are the top baby faces in right. the company. Can she be an effective baby face? Yeah. I mean, we all like her. She's we very likable. She's very likable. I mean, I, I, I don't think we've ever seen an Alexa Bliss face promo on Raw, right? Well, I think she just has to continue being herself. Right. Uh, Charlotte sort of did the same thing when she turned. Is She didn't start, like, smiling and, like, saying how much she loves the fans and stuff. She's just fighting for what's right, so to speak. Right. Uh, she's con- She continues to be arrogant and off-putting and, and above it all. But you like her. She's likable. Uh, Alexa Bliss is the same thing. She's kind of, you know, bitchy, as, right. as you would say if right. you were a professional wrestling fan. Uh <laughs> That's her. That's her shtick. Well, and we she, described her gimmick on this show as you remember that sorority letter that went around. Yeah, that's Alexa Bliss. <laughs> they were like Alexa Bliss wrote that. That's what it was like. Uh, she's the worst sorority girl. I always think that's the best uh, metaphor. I think that was Jason Shapiro, a friend of the show. But just physically, call. physically, she can't intimidate me. Right. No, I don't remember her wrestling. Like I don't remember one section sec, second. Oh no, the stroke again. Oh, oh no! Motherfucking no. shit! Oh my god, it's back. Her matches are forgettable. Yeah, is what you're trying to say? Forgettable. I don't remember one piece of offense that she does. She did a DDT for like a couple minutes, right? Oh, yeah. I guess it's her finish now. And she did that jump off the top rope that never looked. It looked didn't look effective. The twisted bliss. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad finish, especially if you're a heel. Yeah. So her, she like she's got. Uh, so I'm saying her. She slayed on the microphone as like that in quotes, bitch kind of character. And, like, now, now as a face, I'm, I'm worried. I'm not worried because she can cut a promo. If, she can, if you can cut a promo yeah. and the audience is already behind you, you're fine. You're yeah, set. You're right. She's, she's, gotta, she's good. And if she can work from underneath and be the baby face and, and to, to have her comebacks and that kind of thing, she doesn't have to have a crazy move set. She needs five moves. Right. So, you see, they're talking about doing Nia Jax. Alexa Bliss at Mania. That's I love what, it. That's what I read. And then Nia going heel, and that's why she came in this week and kind of bulldozed everyone. I, uh, the, I love Bailey, that. Sasha. And then I guess they're probably teasing a Bailey sasha match, which, but doesn't that feel like that one should have a, the belt? Like, that one feels like the, the, the longer build. I 100% agree. Yeah. It's like, Sasha, they never, like, I'm not even the biggest Sasha mark. I know you're a big Sasha mark. I, I mean, I liked her a lot in NXT, and then she came up and she's disappointed me a lot. Um, especially on the microphone, the most, and, and and I know a lot of that is because of the writing. But sometimes, even when she gets lines, her deliveries is not my bag, baby. Little Austin Powers. And, uh, <laughs> she's and, uh, very good when she's being herself and being natural. And I think some people like her struggle with the lines and and giving emotion and authenticity to something that is not her own words. Yeah, and and also uh, speaking. <laughs> so I'm, I'm saying that should have the belt. I think. Yeah. So it's like Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax for the belt is like I get it on paper it's a good match, but that one feels pre-show. Sasha Bailey feels like main, uh, feels like main card. Yeah, but you don't want to take the focus from Charlotte or from Ronda. Right. So they're gonna go Charlotte Oscar. That matches. Oof. That's a money match that could that could close the pay per view. That could close. Yeah. Th- it that, won't. It won't. It, but it won't. Could. But it won't. 
It it won't because they got Lesnar. Like they're not gonna. It's not gonna close it. But man, that's a that's a hot match. When they yeah. do decide to have a women's match close a mania, it'll be Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. Right. But also the vision of uh yeah totally the vision of SmackDown being like when they did the brand split. My thing being like that's the wrestling show. That's what we're getting. Like we're yeah. gonna have AJ Shinsuke, mm-hmm. which is already a New Japan. Intercontinental match, uh, uh, title match. I think that's what it's for. The New Japan Intercontinental, the, the, GWP, the whatever. Yeah. The uh, IWGP. IWGP, yeah, whatever. IWGP, International <sighs> Wrestling Grand Prix. Got it. Yeah, great. And uh, <laughs> it was a title match at Listen, a wrestle down on New Japan. Can I talk about New Japan what for the a second? Fuck? I would love Look, to. I love New Japan, but I pay for that app every month. First off, their billing system is. Annoying. It's 999 yen, man. No, but What's the billing system is like, even if you start it the day before the month ends, you pay like $10 for that month. Ah, who cares? Which is an annoying system. Like, it goes by the cycle. So, like, if you want to start it, wait till the month starts. Whatever. That's okay. Support wrestling. No, no, no. But I can't, <laughs> no, no, I can't follow no, New Japan. No. Like, I can't. Ta- I Now I'm a subscriber. I cannot tap into the rhythm of this company. Here's the when, thing. Really? It's the same situation as NXT. You don't have to watch every show. Right. You need to watch the big shows. But every time I hear something, it's like, oh, oh, I just heard Kenny Omega and, and Cody have, like, a thing. I, I never get to watch it, like, before I know it. Maybe you should uh, follow wrestling more. Maybe that's your problem, is you don't actually like wrestling. How dare you talk yeah. to me that way. Shame. Sure. But I, I think, uh, <laughs> okay. All right, moving on for time. So, this top ten list on SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, this thing is jank as fuck. <laughs> I mean, what this thing is? When every time I'm like, "What is the top ten list?" Oh, the wrestlers vote on in the back. We yeah. never see them but vote why? on it. But why? And why wouldn't they just choose themselves? Yeah. Why wouldn't you go in there? You're and not vote? allowed to choose yourself. Oh my god! So you would choose, you would choose the, someone worse than you, right? Like you would. Well, I don't. Understand this is another it. thing in wrestling that has no stakes. Yeah. I've always said. And Shoemaker says the same thing that wrestling should have you know some sort of leaderboard or something so you know who's up and who's right. down every week. But this is just arbitrary nonsense that has no bearing on if you get a title match, if you're working on the show. Like it's just like here t- ten wrestlers. Here's a list of ten wrestlers. It's almost like a way for them to just hot shot a feud. Just like oh, I was only number seven. Right. Oh, I was three. I hate you because I was seven and you were three. Yeah, wouldn't it make more sense if like Daniel Bryan chose it every week on his own or as the, like the GM is like, hey, here's what I see is go- in the landscape right now, you know? And then someone could come up to me, like, you put me number four. And yeah, like, yeah, but then the heat's all on Daniel Bryan. Right. When you can you can put the heat onto the workers, it's better than what TNA did back in the day where the fans voted on it. Right. And the number one person was like the number one contender for the belt. And uh, they kept picking Nigel McGuinness. Right. <laughs> and they kayfaved it. And they they basically wouldn't allow him to be number one because he wasn't getting pushed. Right. It's like uh, the Daniel Bryan thing. It's abyss. Saying. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that's like, uh, what was his name uh, on uh, American Idol? Like Zendaya or whatever? What uh, like, Zendaya. No, Sanjaya. <laughs> Sanjaya. Zendaya. It was like everyone as a joke just kept voting him back every week. It was a, uh, it was a Stern thing, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Stern. I love Stern. He was a real oh, yeah. Gabba Wee is uh, my homage to Stern. Um, I had uh, no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Couldn't, um, wouldn't have guessed Gabba, that. Gabba Wee. Okay, so... But I thought Jinder actually did a good job of healing off on that list on Randy Orton. Like, it was the best I think I saw Jinder 
uh, uh, the most effective promo I thought he's done. There's something about when he gets really indignant. Because right. I think that there's a, a bit of truth to that. Of Like, I didn't get my fair shake, and Randy Orton's always on top. And what about me? Yeah. Like, it makes yeah. sense for his character. I would love to see Jinder be, like, just kind of, like, break the fourth wall a little bit and be like, you trotted me out to get this, like, Indian market. How fucking dare you exploit me? You know, I'd like to see... Because then at least I would believe him. Right. Yeah. I That was my, my big problem with his run on top is I never believed him. Yeah. It was just like pandering and xenophobia. Yeah, the <laughs> xenophobia of that was... And then for a while I thought they were doing something really smart, which is that like he calls you xenophobic and then he's xenophobic and it's like he doesn't see the error of his ways. But it was like, no, actually, I don't think WWE sees the error of their writing ways. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um... Yeah, so uh, 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 New Day. Okay, I want to say this about the pancakes thing. The thing with the New Day is that I wrote down a note as they were coming out, and I was taking, writing down, and I was like, oh, New Day. They're, uh, I'm like, eh, you know what? I'm kind of tired of these guys. You I'm know? tired of them, too. Yeah. I mean, I like them all as, as people, and right. I like their characters and their gimmick, but I just don't really feel like they have anything left to do as a team. It's but- sort of a disservice to all these guys, right? Like, you have... Huge talents yeah. in the New Day. And like in that segment, like say what you want about Shelton Benjamin and, and Chad Gable, uh, American Awful. They, <laughs> uh, to, to have these guys in the ring doing a fucking like pancake comedy spot, it almost like is insulting to me. Like well, Big, e, Big E could be uh, an incredible champion. And he's getting upset yes. about pancakes. That's the main thing. Where did the pancakes come from? Who the, the fuck cares? So here's like, the deal. Is that like, uh, in my opinion, is that New Day, I watched it and I go, oh, these pancake things, so dumb. End of this, by the end of the segment, I'm like, these guys are fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh man, the, when he, um, well, uh, I wrote down the line, I right, Doug, he's just like, um, uh, he said, oh, you think I'm not a serious competitor? And then they would just do pelvic thrusts. Yeah. And he was like, you think Big E's not a serious competitor? And he had his nips out. He's like, uh, Gable's like, your nips are out. I thought that was really funny. The problem with them is like they are entertaining. They're doing their best work, but they're not a real threat at all. It's not a wrestling angle. Right. It's yeah. just they're just like a couple of fucking clowns. Yeah. Which is it's hard to watch because it's just like, hey, look at these amazing Black talents, and you're like, we're gonna. What does the race have to do with anything here, buddy? You don't think so? I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) (laughs) These amazing black boys. I mean, these studs. I I don't mean it. I don't mean it. (laughs) I hesitated to even say it, but I mean, it It sucks. It. Keep digging, brother. Am I digging? They started out as a gospel choir. I know. I'm just fucking with you. And you're getting well, all you can actually fuck yeah, yeah, no, no reason to get all hot. Yeah, hey, look, hey, man, hey, 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 don't work yourself into a shoot Dude, there, I'm trying brother, to be brother. woke, and you're fucking just jump. Pi- anyway. Dog pile on But I know what I'm saying. Like, Big E's clearly could be a champion. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm saying. They're it's all like, very charismatic and good workers. And they've done everything they can to be over. That's what makes it frustrating to me. It's like, why? why I feel like there's, they're super fresh. Like, why not? I don't know. All right. Anyway, uh, before I work myself into a shoot here, me and Schilling go at it. Uh, 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 you race baiter. Here's the last thing. <laughs> I'm not a race baiter, but it's hard to. It's it, you. Stop stumbling over your words. <laughs> I have to go pick up dinner for my wife. This is the last thing we're gonna say, okay? All right, because right. Elias took up too much of our time. Sure, is what yeah, I'm realizing. Yeah. All right, broken gimmick. Yeah, deletion. I love everything Matt Hardy's doing. I love it. The music they got it right. The only thing I'm saying is that if he he's not deleting anybody. Yeah. No one like, has been deleted no yet. No one has been deleted. So he's saying it. Being deleted should be like a big it should matter. 
Yeah. And they got to do that soon. Yeah, I mean, the whole Jeff Hardy being deleted thing sold that gimmick. And him turning into, you know, the weird gothier version of right. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, somehow. That, yeah. Like, Brother Nero. Yeah, you put little little uh, contact lenses in there, and it's like, oh, he's he's totally different now. Yeah. Uh, they haven't done that. There, there's nothing to this gimmick except for a catchphrase. Yeah, I and mean, if you're going to have, like, a magic gimmick, there has to be things you can do. Yeah. Like, my, like, he can delete people and turn them into a different version of that wrestler. That's what he just, you know, like, it's... Yeah. Think about the Undertaker the f- would bury people alive. Think and- about all the fucked up shit uh, Matt Hardy did in TNA. He was biting people. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to yeah. eat people. No, I'm saying, like, he. there needs to be stakes to it. Like, the worst part of Matt Hardy right now is, like, you're like, oh, he comes out, he's got the crazy hair, he's cutting these crazy promos, he's talking about deleting people, you will be deleted. And then he gets in the ring and he's doing a twist of fate. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh! Like and he comes in, he's just chopping, and you're like, I don't even want to see him wrestle. Yeah. I just want to see the storyline of this. I want to see his wife. I want to see uh, uh, Senor Benjamin. Senor Benjamin. I want to see and the, the fucking drone. The oh, Vanguard One. Yeah. Give me yeah. the drone, baby. I think that the only. I'm just like the only way. I mean, when Jeff Hardy comes back, that's how you make it where Matt doesn't need to wrestle. I think. Yeah. You just have Jeff be a legitimate broken threat. Well, I know that they recently, anyway. uh, his wife recently tweeted that, like, it's finally, like, officially over, like, the whole lawsuit and everything, and that was maybe, like, a week ago, so hopefully they have, they can now start to, like, really do shit. Yeah. All right. That's it. I got more stuff, but we got to end for time. It's shit. Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. I got to go to my wife. You guys got to go to your wife and your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yo, not up. Propose already, bro. Yeah, uh, come on. Come on, man. What are you doing? Uh, and, uh... <laughs> I mean, I mean, just you know, it's like a. <laughs> it's, an outmo- it's an outmo- <laughs> It's an outmoded institution. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I knew you've got, you guys been duped by the De Beers company Absolutely into buying uh, <laughs> into buying rocks yeah. and putting them on metal bands, uh, okay. and I guess that makes your relationship more legitimate than mine. Okay. It does. You're right. It does. Uh, we got a fucking Adam Cotton over here. You go to a, everything. You go to a courthouse and you join your taxes, and I guess that makes it more real than, than it mine, does. Dude, yeah, try it sometime. Mr. Schilling, <laughs> thank you for coming in. You're very what, what, what do you want to plug? Where can we find you on social media? Give us all that. Uh, I'm at Dave underscore Schilling on Twitter. I find me on the Mass Man Show every Wednesday, except we're on Thursday this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thursday or Friday. Uh, and then That's I've great. Got, listen to this and then listen and to then that. Li- yeah, do a Dave Schilling double feature. It'd yeah. be great. And I have a pro wrestling tea store where I sell t-shirts. Uh, they say chicanery, which is like my catchphrase. I love chicanery. I think it's yeah. a great word. It's a great word. People use it all the time, but it's my word. Yeah. <laughs> so don't try to profit off of my word. No, it's a great. You 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 found that. You plucked that. That's right. It's my thing. ProWrestlingTees.com slash chicanery. It's uh, $20. Get yourself a t-shirt That's if you dope. like what you hear. Sweet. All right. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It was awesome. Elias stopped by him. It's fucking incredible. Hey, look, if you enjoyed the show and you want to look for ways to support the show, uh, we would really appreciate it. We got a Patreon. You could donate a little bit of money, and you get access to bonus episodes. Like, we have an amazing episode with Ryan Stanger from the Dumbbells Podcast right now where he discusses HGH steroids and all the stuff that they don't tell you about. In professional wrestling, we're digging in there. We got awesome bonus episodes from John Gabris, Skylar Aston, and we got way more coming out. So, hey, do that. Also, hey, tell your friends about the show. Send them an email. Be like, hey, I know you like wrestling. You'll love this podcast. Or, you know, share it on your social media. Whatever. Anyway, get the word out. Thanks for listening.
This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. Thank you.